Blog Talk Radio. to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, February 21st, 2018. For the next time, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Wendy Williams, evangelist Billy Graham, Ashton Kutcher, Tony Braxton, Omar Epps, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hey, sweetie. What's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones. Give where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six. And press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com/slash/that'sentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just type in T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O. N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a beautiful, sunny, gorgeous 68 degrees. So how is everyone doing? How is everybody week so far? It is Wednesday. I can't say how beautiful the weather is here in New York City. It's sunny. It's warm. It's going to get to up to 70 degrees today, so we are not complaining. And it's February, but we it's like we're in the mid part of February, the tail end. Wow. Uh, how many of you guys saw Black Panther over the weekend? It's went beyond expectations. It was one of the the best grossing movies, the fifth largest grossing movie in the history of movie theaters, or movies in general. Uh, how many of you guys saw the all-star uh, basketball game this weekend? Uh, you know, our girl Fergie had performed the national anthem, and uh, she didn't do so well. 
she had to apologize for the performance. I'll tell you more about it. And how many of you guys have been watching Celebrity Big Brother? You know, uh, Amarosa's on the show, Brandy Glanville, uh, Keisha Knight Pullum was just uh, let go. We'll talk more about it, you know. Um, so without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. All right. Well, um, for all you Wendy Williams fans, today uh, Wendy Williams was on her show, and she had just announced to her live audience that she is suffering from Graves' disease, a disorder that affects the immune system. Williams said that her doctor ordered her to take off for the next three weeks, but she has opted for a two-week break instead beginning tomorrow, February 22nd. Uh, the TV personality joked, said, quote, I'll be back in two. I'm not an heiress. Who's going to pay my bills? Are you serious? I'm just saying I come from a working class, unquote. A rep for Wendy Williams show said they'll be running reruns of her program during her hiatus after Wednesday episode. Wednesday, uh, Wendy said that uh, grave disease squeezes the muscles behind the eyeballs and that it feels like she has birds swimming around in her head just like the cartoons. The announcement comes after William canceled several shows last week because she was experiencing fluid symptoms, she said in an Instagram post last Wednesday. The talk show host also fainted during a live broadcast of her show on Halloween, which she attributes to feeling overheated in her Statue of Liberty costume. The broadcast quickly cut to commercial, and Williams continued the show when they returned. The talk show host also fainted during a live broadcast of her show um, just a few days ago, um, you know, last week, matter of fact, it was Valentine's Day, and uh, again, she had to cancel that Valentine's Day show because she wasn't feeling right, and also the, the after the Valentine's Day show, the, the three days after, they had to do the reruns. And this is a sweet month, I think. You know, this is the time where shows go through, um, they bring the, they bring out the best in the pro in their programs and, you know, determine, you know, how their ratings go and see what's going on as far as how how many people are watching. So yeah, I think February is one of the sweet months. Um but she did say on her show how important it is to uh for women to put their health first. She said, um what she wanted to say to women and more than men is stop putting everyone first because if you're not good, they're not good. And it's so true. You know, we as women, we're always, uh, we're the, the now more than ever, women are the breadwinners. We're working more. We're taking care of our children. We're taking care of the household. We're taking care of our husband. We're do- juggling everything. And we always take care of everybody else besides ourselves. And in the process, we, uh, as far as our health goes, tend to forget to take care of our, we don't, we forget to slow down and say, you know, wait a minute, let me t- start taking care of myself. And I don't know a woman alive who that hasn't happened to. That's even haven't happened. That has happened to me. You know, I'm doing this. I'm taking care of my husband, make sure he's together, making sure my kids together. And then there are, there are days when I just don't feel right. And, you know, you don't want to say anything because you don't want to make it, the family nervous. You just brush it off. But we as women 
that's what we do. We're, we're the we take care of everybody except ourselves. So it's very important that you put your health first before anything else, because you know that job is going to go on, your career is going to go on, and you know that TV show is going to go on. If you don't take care of yourself, you know nobody else is going to. So. We just wish Wendy Williams uh, to get well soon and uh, take care, you know, take that very needed break. Evangelistic evangelist Billy Graham, who career as he he's he's been known as one of the most influential preachers of the 20th century, and he his career just has spanned more than. 70 years. He died this morning at his home in North Carolina, according to church sources. He was 99. Graham served as a counselor or minister to a dozen U.S. presidents, and he preached to an estimated 200 million people in 185 countries around the world during his life. His message reached million more as he maintained a near-constant presence on radio, television, and the Internet. The longtime evangelist appeared on Gallup's list of the most admired men and women 60 times since 1955. Every year, the research company asked the question. Graham was known for his sense of humor and for maintaining a nonpartisan Christian view, which earned him some criticism. But his dedication to ministry and unity is long evident and best remembered in his refusal to pay heed to segregation, segregation policies, forcing churches to integrate for his services. His son, Franklin Graham, took over his ministry while Graham returned to a quiet life in North Carolina, not far from the Billy Graham Library in Charlotte. Graham said this, quote, he said, my home is in heaven. I'm just traveling through this world, unquote. Billy Graham passed away at 99. And Ashton Kusher revealed uh, some rare details about his divorce from Debbie Moore when he sat down for an interview with Dax Shepard on his Armchair Expert podcast. The actor shared what he went to, uh, that he went to uh, Big Sky, Montana, all by himself after getting a divorce. Kusher said that he starved himself for a week, surviving on water and tea. He took his computers and phone away, so there was no communication, but he did have a notepad and pen. The four-year-old said that he admitted that he started hallucinating on the second day, but he said that it, it was pretty wonderful. In order to get rid of the uh, hallucinations, he said he started doing Tai Chi. He thought he never, and even though he never had any training in martial arts, but he said he was just doing it. And uh, in addition to moving on from more, Kutcher decided that it was time to close the chapter of all his previous relationships. He even wrote letters to every single person and on day seven typed them all out and sent it to all his ex-girlfriends. Now Kutcher and Moore tied the knot in 2005, and he announced their separ- uh, they announced their separation in 2011 after six years of marriage. They officially divorced in 2013. The no-string-attached story is now married to Mila Kunis. They sh- have two children, two daughters. Uh, uh, matter of fact, no, I'm sorry, a daughter named Wyatt Isabel and a son, Demetri Portwood. And my girl, Tony Braxton, is engaged. That's right. The 50-year-old singer is engaged to rapper Birdman. She revealed in a teaser for the upcoming season of Braxton Family Values. She tells her excited family why showing off an enormous ring 
uh, Norma Stone, that she's engaged. Now, Braxton and Birdman, who uh, co-founded Cash Money Records, first collaborated on Baby You Can Do It in 2002. They went public with their relationship in June of 2016 at the BET Awards. The Unbreak My Heart singer was previously married to Carrie Lewis from the group Men Condition for 12 years. They have two sons before they had split in 2013. I don't know, Tony, you know, and they said that um, the Internet just was, when when the news broke out, the Internet just lit up. A lot of people was very disappointed. And actually, Birdman was on Wendy Williams' show when Wendy was asking him questions about the ring on Tony's finger because they were very hush-hush. They were trying to shut down the rumors. And Wendy had asked him, you know, do you guys elope? Do, are you are you engaged? He he said first he said uh, they did not elope, and that they weren't engaged. But he said that that Tony was his girl. That that it, that was his world, his everything. And now uh, the previews of the upcoming season of Tony uh, the Braxton family values where Tony did admit that she is engaged, and a lot of people are not too happy because. Uh, even Birdman said that he was a gangster, and not people, not too many. You know, even Wendy told him, you know, not too people, not too many people were happy with this union because of who he is. And he said, you know, he's not worried about that. You know, he knows who he 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 knows who he is. He knows um, their friendship had bonded over the years, and. They got real close, and uh, here it is. So I guess we can only respect that. But, uh, yeah, not too many people are not too happy about it because of who Birdman is. Um, you know, Toni Braxton is a very talented woman, a beautiful woman, and people expected more. Uh, but, uh, hey, we'll see. Omar Epps. Actor Omar Epps is being sued for assault and battery by one of his co-stars in the USA show Shooter, an actress who just so happened to be the daughter of late civil rights leader Ralph Abernathy. Now, according to the lawsuit reported by TMZ, Donzeli Abernathy claimed she was filming a scene with Epps in May of 2016 where his character was supposed to murder her character when he completely deviated from the script and threw his left forearm with full force of her right arm and broke it. Now, the lawsuit stated that he also dropped her hard on the floor and injured her back. She claims production was stopped and she was rushed to the hospital. Now, Abernathy, who was 59 at the time, accused Epps of being negligent and reckless in his handling of her during the scene. Abernathy is suing the actor along with Paramount Pictures for negligence and assault and battery. She's asking for damages for her pain and suffering as well as payment of all her medical costs. Wow. And a woman has accused Trey Songs of hitting her in the face while they were partying during NBA All-Star Weekend, according to TMZ. Law enforcement sources said that the woman filed a police report alleging the crooner struck her Saturday night during a party in the Hollywood Hills. She says Songs got agitated because she was talking to another man and hit her during an argument. She reportedly left the party on her own to go to a hospital and spoke to police soon afterward. Her injuries were minor, according to TMZ. The case will be reviewed by the L.A. City Attorney to determine if songs will be charged. The singer was sued in December for allegedly smacking a phone out of a woman's hand in a Philadelphia strip club. I don't know. 
know what's going on with Trey Salt. All of a sudden, he's becoming this bad boy. Not a good look, Trey. Not a good look. I, I, I don't like this look. Right now, we have uh, 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you tune into another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show, you want to know more about the show, and you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, click on the follow up button. It's right on top of the, to- uh, the show page, and uh, it will give you a reminder when I broadcast live. Today, I had pushed back the show to 2 o'clock. Uh, usually I broadcast from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern right here on uh, uh, right here on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, also, you can if you can't listen to the show live, you can also check us out. You can go back and listen to the archives after the show is done. You can also catch us on catch the show on Stitcher dot com, s t i t c h e r dot com. It's a website of over ninety thousand plus radio shows into podcasts. And uh, you can just type in That's Entertainment Online Radio in the search box and catch the show there. We're also on iTunes. You can also catch the show for free on iTunes as well. Saturday Night Live just announced yesterday on Twitter that the special guest hosts and performers for the month of March, uh, there's a caption that says, yes, 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 yes. The first show on March 3rd will be hosted by NBA analyst and Hall of Famer Charles Barkley with Grammy-nominated trio Migos as headline performers. The following weekend, March 10th, you're going to see This Is Us star Sterling K. Brown as host, while singer-songwriter James Bay will serve as musical guest. And March 17th, we will see comedian and actor Bill Hader hosting with indie rock vets RK Fire. They're going to be set to perform. Following the release of uh, Culture, Migos continue their chart domination with their sophomore effort, Culture 2. The album has received 1 billion streams on multiple streaming platforms with top hits such as Motorsport and Stir Fry. And uh, later on, we'll, we'll play uh, Stir Fry uh, later on in the show. Uh, in the upcoming third season of the E-Series, Hollywood medium, psychic Tyler Henry claimed to have connected with Michael Jackson during a session with his sister LaToya. Henry said that connecting with Michael's spirit was one of the most surprising, bizarre, surreal experiences in his life. And, and this is what he said. He said, um, quote, what I thought was so interesting when Michael connected to LaToya was that I was kind of expecting Michael Jackson to come through like moonwalking with like a with a whole lot of people, you know, and a lot of, uh, you know, with a lot of feeling of his celebrity. Uh, but when he came through, it was quite the opposite. He said he came through very vulnerable, very private. He also came across like a brother trying to connect with his sister, and it really wasn't that different than if he was connecting with any random person to their brother. It was just really special, unquote. Still seeking closure following her brother's 2009 death, LaToya wanted Tyler to piece together just how the King of Pop lost his life while under the care of Dr. Conrad Murray. Tay Diggs and Titus Burgess also appear on Season 3 of E's Hollywood Medium, premiering on February 28th at 9 p.m. And Lauren Fishburne, a daughter, was recently found guilty of property damage following her 2017 DUI arrest. You can recall how back in 2010, at the age of 19, Montana Fishburne starred in a hardcore sex tape with Vivid Entertainment. And at the time, her porn name was Chippy D. 
Now, last March, Montana was reportedly driving a white Toyota Corolla around 1 a.m. when she crashed into a, a Range Rover on Fort Lauderdale Highway. Now, the cops discovered like an open bottle of wine on the floor of her car, and the police report states that she made incoherent statements and urinated on the side of the road. Now, Montana blew a .177 and a one. A point one eighty one on the breathalyzer more than doubled the legal limit. Last March, Montana was reportedly driving the white Toyota Corolla, and uh, uh, I'm sorry, she uh, the cops discovered that there was some kind of open bottle of wine on the floor of her car, and again, she her, her breathalyzer test came more than double the legal limit. Now, she was arrested for DUI, DUI property damage, and enhanced DUI. At the time, she pleaded not guilty. However, on February 9th, Montana switched her plea to no contest and accepted a sentence of 12 months probation. According to the court doc, she had to attend MAD meetings, DUI school, stay away from drugs and alcohol, as well as submit to random breath and urine tests. Additionally, her driver's license has been suspended, and she must complete a 50-hour of community service. And hundreds of people gathered for a memorial over the weekend in Detroit for Motown legend Dennis Edwards. The Grammy-winning singer and former member of The Temptation died on February 1st in Chicago. The remembrance was hosted by the Little Rock Baptist Church on Woodward, and many fellow Motown singers and producers attended. Edwards uh, two, Edwards was two days shy of his 75th birthday. He died at Chicago's Rush University Medical Center. His death had been attributed to complications from meningitis, but a spokeswoman for the Cook County Medical Examiner Office said that Edwards' death is under investigation by Chicago police and that the official cause and manner are pending. Uh, as you guys know, in his career, Edwards had 14 gold records, seven Grammys, six platinum records, and was honored with a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. Several Motown artists were in attendance, including members of the Contours, the Miracles, and the Vel- Velvetettes. Aretha Franklin, who stayed that Edwards was the inspiration behind her song Daydreaming was unable to attend the memorial due to being ill but sent her condolences to be read to the family. The Motown Gospel Choir also sang Bridge Over Troubled Water by Franklin. Motown Museum trustee Alan Rawls said Edward was a legend among legend and we were blessed to call him their own. And Black Panther has smashed the box office record in its debut over the weekend. Marvel high-profile black superhero movie exceed expectations, ranking in $192 million in ticket sales for the weekend based on studio estimate and comm score. Including Monday's President's Day holiday, the film expected to earn $218 million for the four-day weekend and $361 million worldwide. The movie starring Chadwick Boseman in the title role has both the fifth highest domestic opening of all time and Marvel's second biggest North American opening, according to Comscore, behind only The Avengers in 2012. Black Panther has also set a new record for a February opening, defeating Deadpool, which started with $132.4 million and $152.2 million for the same three- and four-day weekend back in 2016. Now, the film, which costs about around $200 million to produce, 
and was directed by Ryan Coogler, has received a 97% fresh rating from Rotten Tomato and an A-plus from Audience on Cinema Score. Anticipation was no doubt huge for the comic book movie, which had which has a predominantly black cast and also include Michael B. Jordan and Lupita Nyong'o, among others. Coming in second at the domestic box office this weekend was Peter Rabbit, the live-action adaptation of Beatrix Potter's children book featuring the voice of James Corden at the, in the title, titular role as a cute animal, a cute rabbit, and starring Domino Gleason as Mr. McGregor. The film collected an additional $17.3 million in its second weekend. And last weekend's champ, Fifty Shades Free, it dropped two slots to the third place in its second weekend. The third and final installment of the erotic romantic saga with uh, Jamie Dorman and uh, Dorman and Dakota Johnson, uh, this, this, uh, they earned an estimated about 16.9 million, bringing its domestic total to 76.1 million. And rounding out the top five was Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and the 15th. 17 to Paris. Sony's adventure flick remained at number four and added another 7.9 million for an impressive 377.6 million in nine weeks. While Clint Eastwood biographical thriller film dropped two slots to number five with approximately 7.7 million. Right now we have uh, 26 uh, minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you tune in to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Skid, where every week I bring you the latest on what's going on in the entertainment world. Coming up in the next half hour, we're going to be talking about uh, Bill Gates. He's going to be making a appearance on the Big Bang Theory in March. I'll tell you more about it. Also, people are still talking about Fergie's performance of the national anthem at the uh, NBA All-Star Games. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, Kesha had to cancel her upcoming tour date. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so stay tuned.
was a co-winner with Comet of, uh, of the 2015 Best Original Song Oscar for Glory from the movie Selma, testified the mascot of his high school was a panther. The chart-topping legend whose hits include Get Lifted and All of Me was flying in from France on March 23, 2017, carrying a Louis Vuitton bag with the cufflinks inside. In addition to the jewelry, the bag itself was worth $3,000, and there was another $500 of clothing and a $500 pair of glasses. Brown said the jury came back with his verdict after weighing all the evidence and hearing the testimony of the victim, John Legend. Legend, who is 39, recently co-starred in the hit movie La La Land. And Fergie was left asking, where's the love, after a widely panned performance of the national anthem Sunday night. But the singer said she was simply trying her best. She said in a statement, quote, i always been honored and proud to perform the national anthem, and, la- and last night I wanted to try something special for the NBA, unquote. Now, Fergie was on hand Sunday night to sing the Star Spangled Banner at the NBA All-Star Game in Los Angeles. As Los Angeles. Unfortunately for the ex-Black IP frontwoman, her rendition, which featured questionable runs and improvised scats, left many scratching their heads. Multiple basketball players and stars in attendance, including Chance the Rapper, Golden State Warrior Power Forward, Draymond Green, and Jimmy Kimmel were spotted smiling and laughing as Fergie belts her way through the tune. Still, the singer did not find some support. She did find some support in stars like Mariah Carey, who famously had an on-stage meltdown herself on New Year's Eve in 2016, and Shaquille O'Neal. Now, Carey told TMZ of Fergie's haters, she said, quote, darling, nobody needs to listen to that, unquote. Shaq said, quote, Fergie, I love you. It was different. It was sexy. I liked it. Leave her alone. Um, I, Fergie, we we you know what we, you know why we love her. You know she is a talented artist, but it just did not go. And I guess she, you know, after coming off a of Pink's performance uh, at the uh, Super Bowl, I guess she figured that you know let me put a different spin on it. You know, try to break away from the traditional humdrum, you know. But uh it just just went totally left. Sorry sorry, Fergie. And uh yeah, they they all went in on social media on her. But you know what? You know, she you know, her her husband, uh ex uh the actor uh, Josh Duhamel, her ex husband Josh Duhamel, he was so nice. He was photographed carrying a bouquet of roses to her L.A. home on Monday. Uh, and, you know, he was giving, you know, you know they had split for a while. You know, they have a four-year-old son named Maxwell. And um, the four-year-old was quoted saying, their son said, love is so strong, love cannot be broken, love is so strong, nobody can break it, not even Hulk. How cute. Now, Josh Duhamel, who's 45, and Fergie, who's 44, they divorced in 2017 after eight years of marriage. Fergie's performance of the anthem was met by a series of jokes and memes on social media. Even Roseanne Barr, 
who gave an infamous rendition of the song before a San Diego Padre game in 1990, even tweeted, had the nerve to tweet, that she believed her performance was better than Fergie. Okay? Now, if you have if if you were born after that infamous rendition of Roseanne Barr, she was so bad. At least Fergie can carry a tune. Roseanne Barr don't she can't sing. She's not a singer. She was awful. She and you know Donald Trump have a nerve to get at NFL players and get at Colin Kaepernick for disrespecting the flag and bending a knee when the Star Spangled Banner National Anthem is performed or sung. This woman, after she got booed, she spit on on the field. She spit, and then she gave the finger to the audience. Now, if that wasn't disrespectful... Come on. Now, where was Donald Trump when she was doing all of that? Roseanne Barr, you got a lot of nerve. I'm sorry. You got a lot of nerve to be comparing yourself to Fergie. You know, after you did your trailer trash antics during that time. I'm sorry. I'm just going to call it. It was It was nasty. It was gully. It was... It was just ghetto, it was trashy, you name it. So Roseanne Barr, me personally, I think she got a lot of nerve to compare herself to Fergie. Sorry. Uh, Kesha is canceling her upcoming tour date, but it's not without good reason. Uh, The TikTok singer fell during a performance in Dubai on February 9th that left her with a torn ACL, and doctors informed her she will have to undergo surgery to repair it. She uh, unfortunately had to tell, had to relay the bad news on Twitter. Now, Kesha, who is 30, uh, specified that her surgery was taking place on Tuesday and it will be quickly followed by rehab to get her ready for the next tour. The singer was set to perform in Australia, New Zealand, Taiwan, Taiwan, Taiwan. No, that's supposed to be Thailand. And um, no, I'm sorry, Taiwan and Japan in March and April, and it will be postponing 11 dates. Uh, Ticket holders will be informed about rescheduling dates. The Byron Bay Blue Fest will be unable to be rescheduled, according to her reps. She is scheduled to join McNamore on a 30-short tour in North America this summer called The Adventures of Ketcha and McNamore. And Catherine McPhee will soon be uh, your server in the Broadway hit Waitress, Mafie, an actress and singer who played a theater hopeful on the NBC series Smash, will make her Broadway debut in the hit musical on April 10. Now, Mafie, who's known for American Idol and her current role in the TV show Scorpion, as well as pop albums, assumed the role of Jenna. The part was originated in 2016 by Tony winner Jesse Muller and played now by the musical composer Sarah Bareilles. Bareilles. Based on the 2007 movie, Waitress follows Jenna as she slings hash at a small-town diner and tries to bake her way out of a troubled marriage. Mephee will be in Waitress at the Brooke Atkinson Theater through June 17. Right now, um, uh, there has been uh, additional 
criminal charges will are expected to be filed due to a damage done to a suburban Atlanta property uh which has eleven thousand five hundred and forty two dollars and forty five per month rent. What I'm talking about is R. Kelly. Uh sources said that the resident appeared to be abandoned when uh, the eviction notice was served on Tuesday at one of his uh, mansions, and uh, and and, no, and apparently no one was inside the mansion. The rooms were considerably bare. A source had said that Kelly's financial situation took a major hit last year after he was accused of leading a sex cult inside the very home he was recently evicted from. Now, as was reported last year in July, BuzzFeed, published an explosive report in which the singer was accused of holding multiple women against their will inside the Dula, the Dula Mansion. Although Kelly had and uh, although Kelly and some of his alleged captives had publicly denied these allegations, the women family members say they are convinced the singer had brainwashed them. Now Kelly, R. Kelly has not been charged with any crime related to the sex the sex cult claim. Um, the scandal has reportedly resulted in several shows cancellation and decreased ticket sales. This, of course, might explain why R. Kelly has failed to pay his rent. Now, his, the Duluth home also made headlines last December when it was burglarized by Afonso Walker, one of Kelly's associates. According to the Daily Mail, the owner of the home was reportedly asked the judge to put a hold on the insurance money Kelly will receive until the rent dispute is resolved. The owner of the home is expected to file criminal charges against Kelly over damage done to the property. When it rains, it pours. Right now we got 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back, I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Like a stir fry, flip it in the kitchen, wrist, just like a stir fry, flip it in the 
month they're going to be the musical guests on Saturday Night Live. All right, uh, we got here uh, 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining story of the day, how many of you guys have been watching Celebrity Big Brother? Uh, I haven't been watching it, but there's been a lot of talk going on. You know, Amarosa's on the show, Brandy Glanville is on the show, Keisha, Keisha Knight Pullum is on the show. Well, um, Brandy Glanville asked what a lot of folks have been thinking and wanting to ask Amarosa, and that is, did she ever sleep with Donald Trump? Uh, of course, you know, Amarosa answered with a big no, but that by no means is the end of it. She says someone in the White House is sleeping around with everybody. But back to Brandy, she claims some of the women on The Apprentice got down with the boss. As for whether Amarosa did, well, she says she didn't have to do that. And uh, speaking of Big Brother, celebrity Big Brother, uh, Keisha Knight Pullum, she, according to Radar Online, the Cosby Show star owed more than $102,000 in unpaid state taxes in Georgia and has two open liens she has not been able to pay since 2010. Now, Pullum was a house guest on CBS Celebrity Big Brother until Monday when she begged her housemates to vote her out. The actress said she could no longer continue due to complication in creating breast milk for her one-year-old daughter, Ella Grace. In a filing in the Fayette, Georgia Superior Court from December 30, 2017, Pullum was shown to owe 51000 in unpaid state taxes from 2011 and 2013, but she has since accrued 27000 in interest. 12000 in penalties, 10000 in collection fees, and $50 in extra costs, which bring the total to 102000 Now, the filing indicated that she had not paid her tax debt since the December 30th filing, but a payment may be on the horizon. TMZ previously reported that the celebrity who participated in Celebrity Big Brother received a base deal of 200000 from CBS and are guaranteed more money the longer they stay on the show. Pullum only lasted 13 days. And last um, 
uh, chat with uh, Bozeman, Tiffany Haddish, and Viola Davis, and uh, Mahershala Ali are among the first slate of Oscar presenters announced on Friday, February 16, by producer Michael DeLuca and Jennifer Todd. Tom Holland, uh, Kumal Nanjani, Emma Stone, Daniela Vega, Laura Dern, Jennifer Garner, Greta Gerwig, and Margot Robbie were also announced in the first round of talent presenting awards. A few of the evening presenters are also up for awards. Gerwig for Lady Bird is up for Best Picture and Best Director, along with lead and supporting actress not for uh, excuse me if I, um, I I'm, I'm never good with names, but Cyrus uh, Ronan and Laurie Metcalf. Both Lady Bird and Najani, the big slick, the big sick, will vie for Best Original Screenplay. Now, Robbie, she earned a big actress nomination for her lead in the Tanya Harding film I, Tanya. The 90th annual Oscar, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, will air live on ABC from the Dolby Theater at Hollywood and Highland Center on March 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. And uh, Jamie Foxx was not in the mood when he was asked about Katie Holmes when he was being interviewed on ESPN. Fox walked away during the live interview. Fox was on Sports Center talking with Michael Smith, and everything was going well as long as they were talking about the All-Star Celebrity Game during the NBA All-Star Weekend in L.A. Sorry about that, New York City traffic. But when Smith asked if Fox prepared for the game by hooping around with Katie Holmes, Fox just took off his headset and walked away, refusing to even acknowledge the question. Now, as we all know, Fox and Holmes were being extremely private about their relationship, refusing to go public, despite the fact that everyone knows they are an item. I don't know why they, I mean, everybody knows they're an item. Come on, Jamie. Come on, Katie. We all know you're an item. So, I mean, I don't understand why this, this being all secret that we've seen you, you've been Photo, photographed by the paparazzi, you spent uh, uh, Valentine's Day together. I mean, but, you know, a lot of celebrities don't like to talk about their personal business. I know, for one, when I interview celebrities on this show, I don't interview them. I don't talk about their personal business. I, I try to stick to the reason why I have them on the show, but nine times out of ten, they don't talk about it. And you, the publicist will let you know right up, straight up front, that um, if you're going to interview them, do not ask them any personal questions, especially if they've been in the news, if they have a scandal associated with their name, they don't want you talking about that. So I just respect that, you know. Um, You know, um, last month uh, we reported on the breakup of Nas and Nicki Minaj, even though no one knew that the hip-hop stars were coupled up. Now, a source also dispelled the rumors that Nikki was pregnant with his child, which I didn't even know. TMZ reported that after seven months together, Nas and Nikki decided to part ways, and a source blamed the long-distance relationship as the essential factor in their split. Now, Nikki lives in Beverly Hills, and Nas spent most of his time right here in New York. Now, despite the breakup, they remain friendly but are unlikely to hang out together anytime soon. Now, also, Nicki Minaj has been missing from social media for quite a while. They even had set, did a a online 
not like like a not like an online petition, but an online thing where everybody's like hashtag where is Nicki Minaj? Everybody says she's been missing. We she hadn't posted anything. Maybe she's just busy. Maybe she's just working on her album. Sometimes you know you gotta take a break from social media. I know for one, I don't post every day on my Instagram account or Facebook account. Sometimes you your girl gets busy. So, you know, all I can say just be patient. That's all. She's probably working on an album. Uh, you know, she's probably maybe redecorating her home since she just moved out to Beverly Hills. Who knows? Just all I can say just just be patient. She she'll she'll reemerge. And um Tiffany Haddish continues her her rise of, of celebrity stardom um, this week uh, as the breakout comic. She has been chosen to receive a special honor from the National Association of Theater Owners and has also booked a starring role opposite Melissa McCarthy in an upcoming feature film. The two funny ladies team for the mob drama The Kitchen for New Line Cinema and DC Entertainment. This is according to Variety. The story follows a group of Irish mobsters sent to prison. Their wives take over their jail spouses, organize crime operations to become the most ruthless and powerful gangsters in 1970s Hell's Kitchen. The casting news come as CinemaCon, held by the National Association of Theater Owners, announces Haddish as the recipient of its annual Female Star of Tomorrow Award. CinemaCon will be held on April 23rd to the 26th at Caesar Palace in Las Vegas with the award presented on the final night. Congratulations, Tiffany. I'm trying to get Tiffany on our show because, you know, she's uh, also going to be on a new Series, a funny television series called The Last OG on TBS with uh, Tracy Morgan and Cedric the Entertainer. It's supposed to uh, premiere uh, in March next month, so uh, it looks like a good one. She, uh, I think Tiffany play, plays uh, Tracy Morgan's wife because, you know, Tracy uh, has been locked up and he gets out of jail and he's still got that OG mentality, and he comes out, and the world has changed so much, and uh, he see a bunch of uh, guys on the street who's you know looking all hard and everything with their with their bling and everything, and come to find out they're not as hard like they used to be. <laughs> but it looks like a good one, and uh, hopefully, crossing my fingers, I can try to get her on the show, and. Uh, Sony, Sony Pictures has moved up their release date of Denzel Washington, The Equalizer 2, from August 3rd to the new date of July 20th. In the fourth release date change for the Vigilante Thriller, which was originally scheduled for a September 29, 2017 opening, and then the September 14, 2018, before moving to August 3rd. The sequel to the 2014 film, directed by Antoine Fuqua, also starred Ashton Sanders, Pedro Pascal, Melissa Leo, and Bill Pullman. In other film news, Morgan Freeman and Forrest Whitaker are in talks to join John Travolta in the action thriller The Poison Rose. The film is described as being in the style of a detective drama like Chinatown, L.A. Confidential, and The Long Goodbye. Travolta will play a down-in-his-luck private eye who enjoys the share of drinking, smoking, and gambling, along with having a soft spot for the lady in distress. The case started out appearing fairly routine and slowly revealed itself to be a complex, interwoven web of crimes, suspects, and dead bodies. 
Freeman will portray Doc, the godfather crime boss of Galveston, Texas. Whitaker will play the shady owner of the town sanitarium for the rich and disillusioned. And George Gallo will direct from a script he wrote with Richard Salvatore based on Salvatore's novel of the same name. John Travolta's daughter, Ella Blue Travolta, will play the daughter of her father's character, Carson Phillips. The Travolta's last appeared together in the comedy feature, Old Dogs. And Nellie, who was accused of rape late last year, is being investigated again for his allegedly sexually assaulting a woman after a concert in the U.K. According to reports, uh, uh, Nellie... Um, he just messed with the wrong one this time as his accuser is a member of the U.S. military and was stationed overseas when this incident allegedly went down. She claimed her military training allowed her to fight off the rapper. Now, the blast obtained court documents which state that on June 9, 2016, a married mother who is a member of the U.S. military and was stationed in the U.K. purchased VIP tickets to Nellie concert in Birmingham as part of his The Fix tour. The woman listed at Jane Doe claimed she was invited to a VIP area where Nellie was engaged with other fans and said the rapper suggested that they move back to another smaller VIP room. Jane says she spent about two hours with Nellie and had a very nice time until while sitting near her at a desk, he said, let me see it. She realized he expected to have sex with her, which left her feeling disappointed in him and disgusted. Now, Jane said Nellie asked if she had a boo she said she was wearing a wedding ring and had already talked about military life, family, and he already knew that she was married. She said Nellie then got off the table, placed his hand on her leg, rubbed it, and put his hand up her dress without consent. She described the action by Nellie as sexual assault and claimed that she had no intention of becoming a victim. Now, the document claimed Jane is a well-trained member of the U.S. military and firmly took Nellie's hand, removed it from under her skirt, and pushed it back down to the side of his leg. Nellie allegedly tried to prevent her from opening the door and leaving the room, but Jane was able to escape when security came to check on them. She said although Nellie didn't get the chance to violate her further, his actions were reprehensible. Now, the, the uh, investigation came just months after Nellie was arrested in Washington after being accused of rape by 22-year-old Monique Green. Rosenblum called her accusation scurrilous and motivated by greed. The criminal case against Nellie, whose real name is Cornell Haynes Jr., collapsed when prosecutors could not proceed or fully access the merit of the case without the cooperation of the accuser who wanted to stop the investigation, and this is according to The Guardian. Wow. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe, take care of your health, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.